Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Bowersockteam.com. That's all one word, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, just like it sounds. Bowersockteam.com. I'm waiting for the bleeping coaches poll to come out because the if, bleeping te- coaches if, if Texas is ranked in the coaches poll, not that it's going to matter to a lot of Longhorn fans, but if Texas is ranked in the coaches poll, yeah. you realize, Craig, that would only be the fourth time since the downturn started after the 2009 season that Texas will finish the season ranked in both major polls. Wow. They were ranked there in 2012, 2018. 2020 and maybe 2022 25th in the AP poll right. is where Texas came in which I thought about you know going back to our preseason conversations I'm like you know what uh, history does repeat itself and you can learn something from history I was pretty right on when I went back and crunched the numbers nine and four would have comfortably gotten you in the top 20 maybe even knocking on the door of the top 15 eight and five depending on what that eight and five looked like you could be on the back end of the top 25 and lo and behold Texas finishes 25th uh, in the AP poll. Uh, good, bad, indifferent, Craig, on Texas being ranked into the year? Well, I mean, it'll... For what it's worth, I did check Sark's contract, and he doesn't get a bonus for finishing ranked in the AP poll. Uh, I'm sure it probably doesn't. Yeah, that, that, that. Um, <laughs> For some coaches, they do. I think Tom Herman had one of those bonuses if you finish really? ranked in the AP poll. Yeah. There's, there's also um, uh, a, you know do you care factor with regard to that bowl game? I, I, I heard more of it this year than I've ever heard before about, quote, unquote, if you're not in, at the very least, a New Year's Six Bowl. You know, and there are a lot of people say, if you're not in the playoff, you know, it's 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 the Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and this clearly goes to well, the, the difference in the way the prism through which we view bowl games today as opposed to even 10 years ago, certainly decades ago when it was looked at as being a reward and it didn't factor into uh, your final ranking and all that other kind of stuff. But even 10 years ago, you would not have seen guys opting out. Right. You know, you just you wouldn't have seen guys opting out 10 years ago on, on that. Now it's a different world uh, that they're dealing with with regard to the financial implications and the upcoming NFL draft implications. So it's for those reasons, a lot of those reasons, that a lot of folks, to them, it makes them know never mind if Texas finished 9-4 and four or 8-5, and five, other than to say you had five losses yeah. when all is said and done. So I, I think a lot of people would probably view it in the same way with regard to the rankings. They did finish ranked. They did finish in the poll. They won eight games during the year. It was a, it was a definite step forward from 5-7, and seven in the first year under Sark. So it was a step up for year two, and now everybody's going to be looking for the next big step to yeah. be taken in year three. I almost think if you're if you're outside the New Year's Six uh, and you didn't want a conference championship, like UTSA, right? So Jeff Trailer's team won Conference USA their last year. Because there's a difference USA. between G5 and Power yeah. 5 on that too. So if you didn't win a conference championship, you're not in the New Year's Six, I think at that point, j- just take a look at your regular season record. Just, just take stock of what it is, and then, you know, Count the bowl game if you want. Be upset about it. To me, it's it's 
And I thank Tom Herman for ruining what bowls mean for me in terms of making too much of them or, or not enough about them or whatever. Uh, bowl season to me is neither fish nor foul. This is just me talking. I'm more interested in hearing about guys who got better during the bowl practices as you start to look ahead to spring practice. Because what well, that's the, where I feel the the value. Comes what in. the what the 2022 team and it's not just Texas. Like I said, if you're if you're a fan of if you're a Texas Tech fan, right? Uh, and maybe it's a little bit different for Tech because you know they have. I think they've had what one eight win season in the post, one other eight win season in the post Mike Leach era. Uh, so right. so it's different for different programs. But I, I think if you're in that group that I talked about, you're almost looking at the bowl game like, yeah, that's not really the 2022 squad. The 2022 team did what it did through 12 games, take stock of it, and now this is just the reward for the guys who are still around. The seniors can finish on a high note, whatever. But it's not. Bowl games don't really have this big, huge meaning to spin forward to the next year that I think sometimes we think they do. No, I I understand that. I, I you know, and 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 toward that same ending, I just looked at this thing, and and I'm one of the most eye rolling people when it comes to when a season ends, when somebody points that pulls out the way too early poll for next year <laughs> you're damn right it's way too early stop it i'm i'm one of those that that, 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 that but but because we were on the subject i'm fine I, for the record i'm fine with it the morning after the national championship game i'm fine with it you want to put out a way too early poll that morning i'm cool don't put one out like right at the end of the regular season Just, okay this is the this is the day when the way too early poll can drop oh, okay all right well uh did you see mark's lay boss with ESPN, uh, I, I, for those who didn't see it, I'll roll through it really quickly. One Ohio, uh, one Georgia, obviously. Two Ohio State, three Michigan, four Florida State, five Alabama, six Penn State, seven USC, eight LSU, nine Oregon, ten Tennessee, eleven Washington, twelve TCU, thirteen Utah, fourteen Notre Dame, fifteen Clemson, sixteen Texas at sixteen, followed by Oregon State. K-State at 18, Tulane, Ole Miss, North Carolina, UTSA at number 22, Texas Tech at 23, James Madison at 24, and Iowa at 25. So that's like the way too early preseason uh, thing. Yeah, uh, 24-7 Sports, our national writers did a poll. It was Chris Hummer, Brandon Marcello, Bud Elliott, and Brad Crawford. They just they took votes. Like everybody ranked the top sure. 25. and. Uh, Texas came in 14. Dennis Dodd at CBS Sports, his way too early top 25 for 2023. Texas at 17. So right there, that there, Texas is in that 14 to like 14 to 18 range. It's kind of on the fringe of being what I would consider a, a playoff contender. In the things that you have a vote in, do you have a vote on a, a, the Bear Bryant National Coach of the Year award? I do not. No, I vote um, Eddie Robinson Coach of the Year, I okay. do, and I think there's one other. But, no, I don't have a vote on the Bear Bryant Award. I do, and uh, because it's part of the National Sports Media Association we put you together. Which, by the way, congratulations to our good friend Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Dallas Mavericks, and Robert Ford, radio voice of the Astros, oh, nice. co-Texas Sportscast of the Year for 2022. So congrats to Coop and uh, to Robert Ford uh, as the uh, co-Sportscasters of the Year in the state of Texas. But within that, we also yesterday, they sent the ballot yesterday and we had until today. You got one day to analyze everything and vote for a national coach of the year. And they, they had like six 
candidates on Sonny the Dykes getting your vote? He got my number two vote. Really? You you vote first, second, third. Did you go Kirby Smart one? He got my number three vote. Willie Fritz. Willie Fritz. Okay. With what he did at a G5 school, Tulane, to do what they did in what was the, their first um, New Year's Bowl game since something like 1948 or something, yeah. uh, and to beat USC in the Cotton Bowl to finish they did, that's all. Uh, and and that, the one thing I like about that award is it waits until everything is done. So you can judge all of it after the bowl games. Yeah. Very, very close for me between Willie Fritz and Sonny Dykes, but but I did I did vote for Willie Fritz at Tulane, and Sonny Dykes got my number two vote on that. Uh, to close out this uh, edition of the Longhorn Notebook, we'll do basketball next hour uh, to finish that on football. Remember we talked about Jalen Catalan yesterday, Craig? Yes. He said the visit was still ongoing, but sounded like Purdue was might have had a slight edge over Texas. Yeah, the end of the visit, I guess he erased that slight edge because Jalen Catalan committed to Texas yesterday afternoon. Right. The caveat with Jalen Catalan is he's had the shoulder the injuries shoulder. in back-to-back seasons. He played the first six games in 2021 and then missed the rest with a shoulder injury. Only played one game this season against Cincinnati, missed the rest with a shoulder injury. But if you go back to 2020 when Jalen Catalan was healthy and look at what he did, I'm just looking at pro football focus, a 79.4 overall grade. It's one of the best de- one of the best defenders, period, in the country. Played 712 snaps in a 10-game season for Arkansas. Because remember, they only played the SEC schedule, and they didn't play their bowl game last year. They're supposed to play TCU in the Texas Bowl, but COVID protocols and whatnot. Uh, Jalen Catalan, uh, I'm looking at his uh, 75 tackles, uh, 14 missed tackles, a 12.4 missed tackle percentage is really, really good. Uh, 19 stops, which constitutes a failure for the offense. Uh only allowed a 64.3% completion rate when he was targeted. Uh, so extremely versatile. His snap counts that season, 185 snaps in the box, two snaps as a defensive lineman, 366 snaps at safety, 136 snaps in the slot, and 23, 23 snaps at corner. So he's going to play safety. We talked about the importance of Texas needing that, a safety because you lose Anthony Cook, and maybe this can bridge the gap between what you've got now and letting figuring out what you've got with a, a Larry Turner Gooden or a B.J. Allen, you bring in Jalen Catalan, a lot of versatility. And one thing I'm interested to see, Craig, during the spring, go back to last spring when Jade Barron made the move to star and Keaton Crawford made the move to safety, Anthony Cook made the move to safety. You get Gavin Holmes and, and you've got some interesting young guys back there. How many of those guys cross-train? How, do we see corners work safety, safeties work corner? Uh, that kind of cross-training between Blake Gideon and Terry Joseph on, on their part of the defense. Uh, I think you're going to see some guys cross-train. Who is it and where are they going to be? That's going to be the big question. That's a really good way to manufacture depth. No doubt about that. Uh, next uh, hour uh, during the during the, the program, we're going to hear uh, some Longhorn basketball conversation from the two head coaches, the interim head coach Rodney Terry, the men's side, and Vic Schaefer, the women's side. We'll hear that. And Jeff will have another Longhorn notebook next hour. By the, hey, Snoop, well. by the way, you want some early national championship odds on Texas? Yeah. You want to throw some money down? So yeah. you can do some imaginary, imaginary money. Imaginary only. money on this deal. Bet, yeah. Bet Online has the Longhorns 33 to 1 odds to win the national championship. Last night I saw, uh, again, it was a part of that ESPN crawl when I came across it. It had them at 20 to 1. I was yeah. This is uh, I don't know what ESPN yeah. was using. I think they were. I think ESPN uses Caesars. Yeah, I think uh, you're that's right. what we use at twenty four seven in the Paramount family. But this is from Bet Online thirty three to one. Texas getting the same odds as Notre Dame, Oregon, and Washington. 
or as Tom Landry would say it, Craig? Uh, Washington. Washington. Yeah, Wash- Washington made the playoffs, uh, almost made the playoffs in Atlanta. Not quite there. And St. Louis doesn't have a football team. Philadelphia has uh, the best team there. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Coach Landry. <clears throat> um, all right. Um, up next, uh, inconceivable. So stand by for that as we continue to light the tower on the horn. 1049, 1019, AM 1260. Live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Chad By the way, this morning, my wife and I went to vote. Have you seen these?